2: Welcome back to the show, The Donna and Steve Show, on my talk 107.1, everything entertainment. Whew. What's this I see about Oprah having to what do reshoots? What is this I see about her?
0: Well, you know, she did that big interview with Harry and Meghan, and it was uh, all set and ready to go, and they were working on the editing of it, and everything was fine. But uh, something happened, which kind of changed things. Mm. Buckingham Palace announced on Friday that both Meghan and Harry have officially quit the royal family. Yep. With the Duke, 36 years old, losing his military titles as well. Mm. So, the pair had been interviewed by Oprah last week, shortly before being stripped of these royal rules, this according to The Sun. The interview has now been significantly edited, according to the Mirror. What? A source said that uh, when the Duke and Duchess spoke, it was never envisioned that they would have their patronages taken away. They didn't see it coming and spoke as they still had roles to play. Now, however, other than their titles, they are to have no role in royal life. A point producers know was not discussed when Oprah spoke with them. Neither the sixes nor the television crew saw the fallout of their interview leading to this. Harry and Megan thought that they would retain their roles according to the sun, but things have significantly changed for them since they eagerly sat down with Infree and apparently poured their hearts out mm. to her. So TLDR, it looks out of date now because now there has been a formal stripping of the roles and, uh, So now it feels like they're sitting down with Oprah, but she's not asking that most important question. So the question is, would there be reshoots? They say that CBS wants to reshoot some of the interview in light of the changes, this according to an insider. Uh, But whether or not this will actually happen is maybe they would add an addendum. Maybe Oprah would get them on the horn and say, you know, and coming up at the end of this, we do a follow-up with them and what's changed since we shot this interview.
2: Yeah, that sounds... Like the better way to go, right? Yeah, mm.
0: but always a little bit of, always a little bit of drama. The statement that had been released by the palace said the queen wrote to say that it is quote not possible to continue with the responsibilities and duties do, mm-hmm. that come with the life of public service. But Harry and Meghan hit yeah. back and said, "We can all live a life of service. Service is universal." To which mm-hmm. Prince William said, was reportedly, "Oh no, left- you
2: didn't."
0: Well, they didn't have them as quite, no, you didn't, more like, no, you didn't, because they say Prince William was reportedly left really sad and genuinely shocked over oh. his brother Harry and Meghan Markle's, quote, petulant response to the Queen. Oh, good
2: word. Um, Well, you just don't do that to the Queen. But they do have a good point. You're just not supposed to answer her back, you know. You know what I mean, Steve? Yeah, you hear I'm looking, me?
0: yeah, I know. I'm looking at yeah. that quote. We can all live a life of service. Service is universal. I mean, let's stop acting like that as a clap back to the queen. They're just human beings talking about service and how no matter your position, you can do it.
2: Yeah, like be like us. We're still serving the community. Don't yes. worry about it. Yes. Lizzie.
0: Hey, hey, no hey. Oh, sorry. No, up. that you can't do. Okay, Donna.
2: I'm sorry.
0: Anyway, so a little bit of drama. No word yet if there will be any reshoots. Okay. When is that puppy scheduled to air, that interview? Isn't it March, March. 4th, 7th? Mm. It's a week from this Sunday, I think. The okay. 7th from this okay. Sunday? The 7th. Yeah, that does sound right. So we'll see if anything changes with that. Now, uh, deep tease, at the beginning of the show, we talked about an age gap that was out there with, who was it? Uh, the You were talking about Rockers or Tweed oh. or poor man's Johnny Depp.
2: Yeah, I don't remember. And you were like, oh, but wait.
0: If you think that's a big age difference in a romantic relationship, Uh wait till you hear Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie has been uh, dating this woman, by the way, since 2014. Her name is Lisa Parigi. But apparently, Twitter went all crazy over the age gap that just hit home to all of Twitter, I guess. Maybe because idols in production, I don't know. On Monday... Uh, Page six says a photo of the couple popped back up on social media with Richie, 71, cuddling up to lifestyle blogger, his girlfriend, Lauren Parigi, Lisa Lisa. Parigi, excuse me, who reportedly is in her 30s. Lionel Richie with his new bae, he's 71 and she's 30, love wins, a fan posted with the picture, which Richie initially shared for Valentine's Day. Now, another fan said to his credit... He don't look seventy-one. But then another person replied and said, forty year age gap. As in she was zero and he was forty. <laughs> L a bunch of O's. L, another replied.
2: Ah. Huh. Okay. So, so we thought
0: it was creepy earlier, but I just asked this question. She was zero. Do we do we think that this is weird or do we give more uh, more of a pass because it's Lionel Richie and everybody loves Lionel Richie.
2: Um, He's a young 71, first of all. I would say when you look at a woman maybe in her 40s or 50s and he's 71, it's different. Because they've been dating for seven years. So that makes you wonder how old was she when they met? Was she in her 20s?
0: Early 20s and he was in his... Early to mid 60s.
2: And that to me is creepy because when I think of someone in their early 20s, I think they just graduated college.
0: How about this fact that Nicole Ritchie is his adopted daughter, mm-hmm. is older than his girlfriend?
2: Okay. N- yeah. Are now you sure about David that? David
0: Foster Yeah. Nicole Ritchie's 39.
2: Wow. Yikes.
0: David Foster, Catherine McPhee, same kind of thing. Yes. I
2: mean, if you you love each other, you do you do you. I guess it's just you're you're gonna have to be prepared to hear people say things like "ew," be
0: like Ew. But you know what? Lionel gets more of a pass because he is just so gosh darn likable. Hmm. But the zero and forty thing is weird. That would be like me. Let's say I was single. Um finding the love of my life eventually, and she would not be born for another three years.
2: Right. Right. I mean, that means when she was 17, he was 57.
0: This is math that we're doing, guys. Yeah. This is on-the-fly But But
2: remember how we were talking about dog years and how it's not really seven years for every year? You know, seven yeah, human yeah, yeah. years? I do think there is something to that, that when you're 40... The the gap is smaller if you're dating a 70-year-old than if you're 20 and dating a 60-year-old. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Do you? Yeah, yeah, mm. it
0: changes. The more you get older, then you all just fall into the adult category.
2: Correct.
0: Yeah, developmentally, yes. There are things that happen your first 20 years that don't happen your next 20 years or the 20 years after that.
2: Right, Steve. You're smart. Be
0: prepared. Sorry, that's from Scar in the movie Lion King, and it wasn't fitting here. And I want to say that out loud that I realized that.
2: All right, this is a good place to pause, regroup,
0: <laughs> figure out what we're doing. Yeah, here. we'll
2: come back. How about a study? Oh, we got a study.
0: How long do you drive around in your car if your check engine light is on? <laughs> is it like, all right, got to go, change the plan, sorry, won't be at dinner tonight?
2: You put a piece of tape over it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have psychologically done the equivalent of that. I will tell on myself, and we'll get into the, uh, the survey and the Facebook question today, which oh, was, what you have for dinner last night? A, take a tour inside of other people's homes. See how we all live. That's next on Donna and Steve. Hey, Donna.
2: Hey, what, Steve?
0: I would like to talk with you about my underwear now.
2: <sighs> all right, fine.
0: You have to sit no there eye and contact. Listen. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, of all course, right, no, right, okay. All I'm right. looking in the other direction. Here's the deal: the Chill Boys underwear that I'm wearing now, the boxer briefs that are made of bamboo, panda approved, are so stinking comfortable, and I know. That you have some, too. And go ahead, preach about it.
2: Okay, so here's the deal. I'm wearing the bamboo boxers. Yes. And they're cool. I mean, Mm -hmm. like physically, temperature-wise, they're cool. Isn't it
0: wild? You notice it. When you put it on your leg, you feel the coolness of the fabric, which is crazy to me.
2: Without a doubt. They're also really soft. They're breathable. I know for you, they've got anti-chafing, which is a great thing. Women (sighs) love them, too. You might not give them back to your guy if you buy them for him.
0: That's the truth for women. They can just be like comfy around the house shorts or jammy shorts. And dudes, I'm telling you, I am telling you, you will try them on once. They will be the most comfortable pair of boxers or boxer briefs that you've ever put on. If you want more information, you want to order, you can easily go to chillboys.com. Chillboys, comfort where it counts. Yeah!
2: Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve.
0: Hi, everyone. I'm Steve. She's Donna. You know us from various places.
2: Like the Donna and Steve show.
1: And that's it. Studies have shown that... Med- studies
2: have shown that the microbial... Several
1: long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, are study buddies... The perfect
2: nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Okay, that's not it. Steve, you're a big TV star. Oh,
0: well, oh my gosh. You're talking about Twin Cities Live.
2: Yes!
0: Weekdays at 3 p.m. I saw yes. Julia the other day. Yet again, nearly turned into a physical altercation, she <laughs> being the aggressor. We, of course, uh, go opposite Lori and Julia. And I told her, and <laughs> V. Arthur, about your plan, which was just telling people to turn Twin Cities Live on their television, just turn the volume down yeah, and listen to yes. Lori and Julia.
2: Everybody wins! Yes, Queen! I was messing with Julia yesterday. Oh. Because she loaned me a book, but then she was like, oh, you can have it. And then she asked for it back yesterday. Oh. And I was like, no, you gave it to me. I'm going to read it. And so I could tell she was getting nervous in her text. She was like, "I, I so I never gave it to you. I oh, can't no. remember. And then I was like, oh, I better just. So I just said, just kidding. Of course, I'll bring it in. And she called me a loser and a creep. <laughs> <laughs> she's very aggressive, that one. Oh geez. She's little, but she's loud. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, we do have a study.
0: We do. That has to do with your check engine light. Uh, We've all had the moment you're driving. The check engine light comes on, and then you just have a decision to make. Am I going to be responsible? Am I going to put this at the top of the to-do list? After all, it is the engine of my vehicle, how I get around or do we just ignore it? According to a new survey, people will drive around for an average of nine days with the check engine light on before they actually take their car into the shop. The survey also found almost half of Americans have been late to an event or missed it completely because of their car breaking down. Oh, wow. And the most common things you miss, by the way, isn't this always how it goes? Our birthday parties and hanging out with friends. Never work, Car never breaks down on the way to work. It's always on the way to a show, (laughs) to the movies. Yeah, something fun.
2: Shirt petting zoo.
0: I have had my check engine light on for, and I don't want to exaggerate, I think it's got to be at least three months.
2: You mean currently? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Also, low tire pressure. need to go fill those Oh, in. yeah. Nobody
2: wants that. to do that. Okay, so what I'm thinking is that you and I probably think the same thing, that it's just some computer glitch that needs to be reset. Right? More
0: or less. This was our mistake. Clearly, there's nothing wrong with your engine. Correct. Go on about your day.
2: Yeah, it's like the guy who changed the oil last just didn't did something Didn't hit wrong. it. Or yeah. Something. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I can hear my car, though. I can hear it doing weird things.
2: Oh, oh. But you just turned the radio up. What are you doing, man? Turn the radio <laughs> up. Hey,
0: now, okay, we did a study. Maybe we'll get to another one, but let me tell you this. You were talking about, so Julia loaned you a book or gave you a book.
2: Yeah, and I was under the impression that she gave it to me, but whatever.
0: I had this encounter. Um, let's, hey, Kelly Hansen, you can call in and defend yourself. Twin Cities Live reporter Kelly Hansen, if you're listening. Sh- I needed, um, I, I forgot my wallet a couple weeks ago and was going to my barber shop where it's cash only and so i forgot my wallet which means i couldn't go to an atm to get money mm, yeah so then i was is. like oh goodness what do i do and then i said hey maybe somebody here has we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night amber hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse
1: Carved it in the blood on our box We did not see We could not But she did And in the end What will I become?
2: Senwa Saga Hellblade 2
1: Play it now with Game Pass
0: Has money Does anybody have I just needed 40 bucks Does anybody have 40 bucks? And uh, Kelly Hansen And I said I can cash app you Like once I can cash app you now Kelly Hansen pulls out a hundred dollar bill and said, Oh my gosh, I didn't even know I had this hundred dollar bill in here.
2: Oh, that's and nice. And I said,
0: Whoa. And then she was like, yeah, here you can, you can use this. And then I was like, great. I'll cash app you once I get home. And, and then Lisa, uh, Lisa, producer Lisa from twin cities, Life she's in there as well. And I was like, well, Lisa, do you have any, do you have any money? Maybe something not as big as a hundred. Um, and she was like, Oh, I think I have 40 bucks. And then she goes, don't find her wallet. Doesn't have her wallet. Now, me asking for money causes her to remember that she forgot her wallet as well.
2: Oh, wow. That's strange.
0: So then before we leave, uh, we're getting ready. We're like out on set for the show. And then Kelly said, oh, I need to go get you your money. And I was like, I love how the dynamic has changed. We're now, it's you owe me this money. Go get me my money. So she goes up (laughs) and she hands me the $100 bill. And just this reminded me, because you're talking about Julia, and we gave Kelly a hard time about this. She then handed me the $100 bill and said, hey... Um, Can you actually get me another $100 bill in return? So instead of me cash-apping her, or just finding cash uh, at home. Oh, she wants you
2: to go to the bank. No, I got to go to the bank or to the ATM. No, not the oh, ATM. She the wants ATM a doesn't bill. do a
0: twenty. She wanted a one hundred dollar bill. Well,
2: that's the price you have to pay when you ask somebody for money. But it that that happened? She asked it you was, for a favor. No, so it was her- a
0: Venmo thing before that, and then once the one hundred dollar bill went into my hand, this new fondness for the one hundred dollar bill, sensing the crispness of the currency. And I had to now, I was, like, I got to go to the bank to meet with a teller instead of just t- texting the <laughs> two to on my with phone. I don't know how you get $100. You bill. just
2: go through the drive-thru and go, hey, can I, here's my ATM card. Can I get a $100 bill? Bye. However, anyway, those lines are very long.
0: I was able to find a $100 bill at my house.
2: Oh.
0: In the $100 bill drawer.
2: I bet. Oh, your kids,
0: huh? No, no. It was, uh, it was a gift from Christmas. We were given a $100 bill, nice and crisp. So I was able to give it to her. But
2: Wow. Somebody
0: has no
2: need for money that they just leave $100 bills hanging around. Look, I thought you and
0: I were going to be on the same page here. Nope. Saying that Julia and Kelly are of the same ilk. You know what I mean? And you and me are getting yanked around (laughs) emotionally. No? Mm,
2: Kelly, I mean, I think it's. I, I think it's her $100 bill. And if she would like it to remain intact, that, that's a personal thing. And But she had said Venmo before, and then she handed it to me. I was desperate. I she see what my you're doing. They hope. changed their minds on us. Yes. All right.
0: And now we have to play by their rules. All
2: right. I'll take your side.
0: That's right. Guy, power.
2: Mm, I am not a man.
0: All right. Fine. Girl, power.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, does your toothbrush have crap on it?
2: Like toothpaste? Actual, oh, nah, you mean literal. Literal. Ew.
0: It's known as toilet plume. It's the term for tiny germ-filled droplets. That <laughs> you got to up...
2: see Rob's face right now. He looks like that Edvard Munch uh, <laughs> painting <laughs> from Scream.
0: All right, well, listen. To- toilet plume are the, the tiny germ-filled droplets that end up in the air when you flush a toilet. And people have been stressing over this for years because experts said some of that plume can end up on your toothbrush. Uh, But a new study uh, found, you probably don't have to worry about it, researchers at Northwestern analyzed the bacteria on 35 used toothbrushes. And they did find a lot of bacteria, but not the type that you flush. The vast majority of the microbes.
2: Are from your mouth?
0: Yes, your mouth or your skin, not your gut.
2: We really do need to change those toothbrushes more often than we do, don't we?
0: Every five years, got to swap them out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steve, you're funny.
0: Let's play a game. Okay, we're going to play the Millennial X games. Yes, we are. And this, after an eight-month hiatus, just got brought back a few weeks ago. We now have Rocco on board, who he is the mastermind because Donna and I were stacking the deck against one another. We were knowing our respective weak spots. Rocco comes in without any skin in the game. Yep. And he has uh, created questions.
2: Even the playing field. Yep.
0: One-to-one right now. You can call now and play along and help one of us win. We need a millennial to call and a Gen Xer to call. 651-641-1071. Millennial X Games. You can play. Call now. 651-641-1071.
1: You're going down! Generation X versus Millennials. These... Are the Millennial X Games? Steve, the Millennial. <sighs> I can't even. Versus Donna, the Gen Xer. Like totally awesome. And here's your host. I am Grant.
2: I'm not Grant.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, Rocco! It's, I'm not Grant. <laughs> All right, Rocco. Rocco how are All you right.
0: doing with LoJ, Is everything okay?
1: <laughs> you know, I'm getting through it. I'm... <laughs> Lori's gone for a while, and now she's back, and she's rested and tanned, so... Oh, good,
2: good. I think we'll be good. she's happy. Okay, that's good. Yeah.
1: All right. So, I think Rob's lining up Steve's lifeline. But just to recap, you guys have been doing this game show, this revived game show. It's a revival.
0: Yes, it's a reboot of sorts.
1: Yes, Uh, and so far it's one to one.
0: Yeah, there was controversy last week, um, uh, but they... Colleen and Bradley stormed the joint, and... Tried to overturn something. Turned out I had already lost. At yeah. one point, they were going to take away my rightful win yeah. from the week before. But we're mm-hmm. keeping my original week one win, Donna's week two win. And so we go into this as a rubber match tied up at one to
1: one. Cool. Well, well I said. know there was a Care Bear controversy, but, um, there was. you know, Steve, you would have won had you known, you know, the difference between Voyager 2, Challenger... And the Hubble Space Telescope. That, that, <laughs> uh, listen, I really felt like that was difficult last week. That was, was, hard. That was really week.
0: hard. But I we know. respect the game maker that you are, Rob. Right well, now.
1: yeah, let's see where we're at. So how? who decides who does, Who goes first and all that?
0: Donna gets to decide because Donna Ooh. won last time. So, Donna, you can choose to receive the first question or give the first question okay. to me.
2: Before I do that, um, thank you, Beth, our millennial, for calling in. What up, Beth? And being my lifeline. And Jeannie. She's our Gen Xer. She is right. our lifeline. Genie. I would like to... I think I'm going to take the first question. I would like to
1: receive the first question. Okay. Uh, let's... Uh, you ready to spin the, the wheel? Okay, here I go. Okay.
2: <gasps> <gasps> movies, movies.
1: Television. Mm. Television. Okay, I'm going to give you the character names of the TV mom and dad, oh, shoot. and you tell me what show they were on. Ooh. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yes. Okay, the mom and dad are Kitty and Red Foreman. Kitty and Red
2: Foreman. I am going to say that I'm not going to use my lifeline yet. That 70s show. Yes. Whoa. What? What? Yeah. I never
0: really watched that. Me either. I just took a guess. I just know Fez and Ashton Kutcher. Nice. Bye. Wow, what? Donna, you didn't even have to burn a lifeline. Yes, I still
2: got my <laughs> lifeline. Oh, Woo.
0: that sucks hard.
1: Okay, so now we go over to Steve, right? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to spin that wheel? Yeah,
0: let me reach up and grab it. Okay,
1: spin that wheel. <laughs> <laughs> movies. I've been watching a lot of Prices Right on Pluto TV, and it is fun to watch really? those people spin the wheel. Don't you wish you could have? Yeah, it looks spun real heavy. It? Yeah, Rocco. Would you like to know? Oh, here, I, I, here comes Steve. No, I red. don't.
0: No, my brother was on. He made it to the showcase showdown and absolutely sucked when he made it there. But I uh, used to intern for the Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson for three weeks. Okay. And you would walk backstage when you had to go to the refrigerator and. On the other, right near the refrigerator, as I recall, was The Price Is Right, and you could hear it being shot on the other side of this wall at the soundstage. But sometimes, in the you just walk the hall, and there was the wheel Oh. right there, without, not on set, backstage, next to boxes or whatever. And oh, always tempted to spin it. Oh, I wish for I sure. Taken a
1: picture. I just want to know how you know what it felt, what the how weight of it was. It? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you landed on movies. All right. Can you name the 1988 Western film starring Emilio Estevez, Kiefer Sutherland, Lou Diamond Phillips, Ch- and Charlie Sheen? Oh
0: Lord in heaven! All right, this is not this is not City Slickers. That is Billy Cristal and various <laughs> cast members. Oh no, God! All right. I have to go to my lifeline, Jeannie. Jeannie. We are calling on you and we are hoping for good things, Jeannie. Does this okay, 1988 this movie, movie ring a bell?
2: I love it and I—I it is like escaping me right this oh, minute.
0: Okay, now think about the actors. Take a breath Emilio Estevez, I Charlie can f- Sheen. See
2: the poster.
0: And it's not Blazing Saddles. We know no, that. it's
1: not. It's, and it's um, not City Slickers. Hmm, well. Young Guns. <gasps> Young
0: Guns is our final answer.
1: That's right. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't know
2: why I feel that. Jeannie may have cheated. She was Googling. yeah. <laughs>
0: hey, listen.
1: we got to get that uh, timer. No. 30 seconds. No, we believe you, Jeannie. Oh, I could have hit the. Just kidding. <laughs> Nobody cheated. it's
0: okay. very fair. Okay.
1: All right. One well, to thank one. Thank you, Jeannie. Are we done? Does yep, Jeannie, Jeannie done stay on, line, or? Or? Oh, Jeannie. on the line, Jeannie. Keep her on the line in case. I'll try to pull it out for you. Okay. Um, we are going back to Donna. Are right. you ready to yep. spin that wheel? Yes,
2: yes, yes. Okay. Woo!
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lifestyle. Oh boy! Okay. Mm. At the 2004 Tony Awards, mm. the prize for best musical went to a show featuring puppets who swear, get oh. naked, and sing about racism and internet porn. I actually saw this. Can you name that play? I can. Okay. Avenue Q. Dang. The internet is more porn. Tricky. The internet Tricky. is for porn. Why do you think the Nets was born? Born, born, born. Yes.
2: It is really disturbing. I saw this uh, live. In New York? Uh, I did. I went with a bunch of friends. It was very funny.
0: I uh, interviewed the puppets. Really? As they were in character. And, you know, imagine me, Steve Pruderson, trying to conduct a very delicate interview with Trekkie. It didn't go great.
2: All right,
1: Tommy Topper. <laughs> I'm
0: just okay. saying, that's cool that you saw it, though, Donna. Thank
2: you, Steve. Mm-hmm. It was off-Broadway, so it wasn't
1: actually oh, on wow. Broadway. Oh, very cool. Very <laughs> hip. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: it. That's indie.
1: Um All right, Steve's going to roll the uh, spin the wheel. Here it goes. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> television. Damn. Yes. Okay. Damn. What ABC television show ran from 1988 to 1993? And featured a character from the fictional Mediterranean island, Mepos. <laughs> <laughs> Mipos.
0: Mipos was the homeland of one Balky Bartakamas. He found his American cousin, Cousin Larry, in the show, Perfect Strangers.
2: <laughs> this yeah. is a good show.
0: Listen to this.
2: I would have said song.
1: Alf.
0: Yeah, said uh, He was from uh, Malmac. Yeah, was. That's that was good. Also, yeah, when I
1: wrote this question, I, I wrote down that Balky was an alien, and then I was like, "No, that's not."
0: <laughs> Balky was not <laughs> an alien. Fun fact. Fun fact. I uh, when I was twelve, I was in New York and in Central Park. Who's there sitting on the bench? I couldn't believe it. Who was there sitting on the bench? Was cousin Larry. And when I approached him, he was so kind.
2: Oh my god, are you gonna have a story for everything? And he gave off the
0: impression as though he wasn't getting stopped a lot. This did is
2: three
1: guys, years after the Did you guys watch the, the HBO show The Leftovers? No, no. Because at some point, like in season two or three, they cousin Larry and Perfect Strangers becomes like a subplot. It's oh, pretty funny, yeah, yeah, really. That's cool. Yeah. So there you go. That's that. So now it's two to two. Things are. I'm starting to be like, oh. I yeah. better, I better look up that email I sent to Grant about a tiebreaker. The tiebreaker. Well, Donna
0: still has a lifeline here too. Yeah, I'll use her
1: regardless. Um, Okay, so let's spin that final wheel for Donna. (laughs) Oops, I got to turn the music up because it's not a real wheel. It is
2: real. Music. No,
1: all right. Music, you were a disc jockey <laughs> for I, many years.
2: I know, but I spent 20 years in country music, I so I have a blind spot. Shut up, Rocco. Okay. Um, <laughs> Beth, hang, hang on.
1: we were going to definitely use Beth. Oh, but we? go okay. ahead. But first, okay. I'll take the question. Name the Jamaican musician who had a worldwide number one in 1995 with the song Boombastic.
2: Oh it's a great song. Mr. I can't wait
0: a called me fantastic.
2: All right, Beth, uh, I'm gonna need your help. Hi, Beth. Beth Fraco, can you repeat the name
1: of the song?
2: Yes, this, the name of
1: the song from nineteen ninety five. It was a big hit around the world. Boombastic. Boombastic. Um uh, uh, oh 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 Shaggy, Shaggy. Do we have... <laughs> Shaggy final. Okay, there we go. She called me Mr. Bombastic, Bumbast. Fantastic. i the box. She says I'm Mr. Ro.
2: Yeah. All right. Great.
1: so mm. Now it's up to Steve. Thank you, Beth.
2: I'll <sighs> put Beth back on yep. the road. Come
0: on, Stevie boy. Do this one for the kids.
1: Okay, let's hit the <laughs> roll. I mean, not the button. Let's spin, spin the wheel. I'll spin the wheel. I have it here. <laughs> 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 lifestyle. <laughs> Okay, ah, Steve's Rocko. without the uh, Steve's without the lifeline, but we'll see yes. how this. Can you name the brand of sneakers popular in the 1980s that featured a zipper pocket on the side?
0: Oh, crap. crap in crap. All right, there are a couple options here. Uh, I do not believe that it was Nike. Uh, Reebok is another option. Puma? Did they have a zipper? Adidas um, pony <laughs> oh
2: god <laughs> you have, you now have 10 seconds yeah,
0: i'm going to go with ah D. Ah, uh, uh, reebok final answer
1: oh. uh, it was a, kind of, it was kind of a one off brand called candle-boos, candle-boos are the booze the
2: Okay, the roosts. Yeah,
0: oh. I think
1: they're they still were, around. They did. I looked it up. They did bring them back. At one point, they were endorsed by Walter Payton. Oh, oh. really? So there you go. Well, wow. Oh. So Whee. I don't uh, Way to go, go Donna. Yeah. I don't need to go to that tiebreaker. Donna yes. is the winner.
2: Yes, quick. Yeah, it's good. You rock, yes. Donna. Do you guys remember? Um, congratulations to our uh, our Beth, and thank you to Jeannie, um, Steve yeah Do you remember those hats that had little kangaroos on them?
0: Oh, can- kangas, kangles,
2: kang, can- kang, kangles. Isn't King- that K- what K- you do to K- keep
1: D-O-L? your uh, LL Cool J what? was big on those? Oh, I yeah.
2: You know. You're yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about those exercises that you do to keep your kegels. kegels. Those are kegels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you could do
0: kegels while wearing a kangle. Uh,
2: all right. Well, <laughs>
0: even yes. if you have kangles.
2: <laughs> All right. Rocco, thank All you right, cool. so much. I'll write that some more questions fun. for next week. Thank, thank you. Thanks, Rocco. Okay. Nice job. All right. Okay. And Beth, hang on the line. And Jeannie, um, we're sorry. We're going to let you go. But thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. See All right. Um, Steve, you want to come back in a couple of minutes? <sighs> not particularly
0: i'm down in the dumps we're
2: gonna get your facebook question we're gonna tackle some of those answers when we come right back on my talk 107.1 final stretch of the donna and steve show on my talk 107.1 everything entertainment in case you missed it i was the big winner today for the millennial x games thank you
0: congratulations donna
2: thank you steve and congratulations to beth she uh, picked up a digital copy of The Croods' A New Age. Oh,
0: we loved that movie. A lot yeah. of fun. If you have a little one in your life, it'll be great. Good to know. If not, you'll feel a little weird watching it.
2: Uh, Congrats, Beth. Uh, way to go, Beth. Um, are The Croods like a family?
0: They're a family. A cave family.
2: Oh, gotcha.
0: Yes, Nicolas Cage is the father. Emma Stone is the daughter. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is the new guy. Love oh. interest.
2: That's it's nice. real. It's
0: it was surprisingly good. The, we all liked it. Everybody liked it. Oh,
2: that's good to know. Okay. Yeah,
0: um, right. it was actually one of Cloris Leachman's last projects. Oh,
2: really? Yes. Oh, that's good to know.
0: Um, this was surprising during the break. Not not us directly, Don or me, but our headquarters, Hubbard headquarters, was contacted by Mark Zuckerberg directly mm-hmm. from Facebook, uh-huh. and he said our servers are having problems. We just keep hearing this sound. (laughs) Because so many of you responded to this Facebook question. What did you have for dinner last night? Hmm. By the way, this post has two shares. What a unique post to share. Hmm. So I thought with this. Since I've had a couple of swings and misses with Facebook questions recently, okay. this would guarantee you get a lot of responses. And Donna, why it's so valuable for you and me and our listeners mm. to hear is it shows you how we're all living. That's why we like social media. We just like to peek into the lives of other people, right? What are they up to?
2: Well, and also it might give you some ideas of what you can make for dinner tonight.
0: You, my friend, are darn uh-huh. tootin'. I'll uh, Let me rattle some off. Bar- uh, Kelly made barbecue beef sandwiches and parm-roasted baby potatoes. Mm. Not even full-growners. Just the babies. Cauliflower mac and cheese. Yum. Oh, with Italian sausage is what Mandy made.
2: Erin mm. made country fried steak. Get out of town.
0: I haven't had that since I was at a claim jumper restaurant in California.
2: Oh, We got to get to drops. a ground round. Uh, <laughs> Nikki says chicken, bulgogi, and kimchi.
0: If they seem difficult, would you just let me give it a <laughs> crack first? <laughs> bulgogi,
2: Bulgogi? Oh, chicken bulgogi. <laughs> yeah, chicken bulgogi and kimchi. Chicken bulgogi. bulgogi. Okay, just because you're saying it faster
0: doesn't make it more... Bulgogi. Bulgogi? What is bulgogi? Don't worry about okay. it. Okay, <laughs> all, all right. right. <laughs> uh, leftover green curry chicken that I made myself, not takeout. Roasted homegrown chicken... Baked potatoes and asparagus. That's good, Christine.
2: Mm, Chicken fingers and fries.
0: Uh, Caitlin, my buddy Caitlin, Taco Bell, the best with a Mountain Dew. Preach it, sister. Felt like a party for me. I was up late watching WWE on Hulu. It was great. Yes, Queen. Mm, Someone
2: Uh, had a mushroom quiche with salad. That sounds great. Oh, tuna spinach mushroom quiche.
0: Oh, wow, wonderful. That's
2: delicious. Somebody
0: did have uh, beef sticks and cheese. So Okay,
2: so that's more along the lines of what I had.
0: Okay, what did you?
2: I had some turkey jerky,
1: oh.
2: a piece of Swiss cheese.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: And some um sun-dried tomato um crackers.
0: That's it. Wow. Thank you. I had an apple
2: having an apple right now you're my best friend we are both humans
0: i had an apple for dinner last night yeah i heard you no follow-up questions why just an apple
2: i assume you had a really big lunch no diet
0: Goat cheese ravioli, says Lene. Parmesan roasted cauliflower and Parmesan chicken tenders and a spring green salad. I mean, some of these people are getting the bleep after it on a Tuesday. How about Mike? Maybe it's me, Kay. King crab and corn chowder, grilled steaks, and twice baked potatoes. We sat at opposite ends of the dining room table because I thought that would be funny. Hmm. For a fancy meal like that, that's good.
2: Oh, a lot of Taco Tuesdays out there.
0: Yes, that's a thing for people. That's great because it takes the guesswork out, right? It
2: sure does, Steve.
0: We should start doing... Maybe
2: we should do Walleye Wednesdays. (laughs) Walleye... Let's just pick something. (laughs) All
0: right, um, what is it, Meat Mondays? Macaroni Monday,
2: Taco Tuesday. I'm going to go Meatless Monday. Meatless Monday, Taco Tuesday.
0: Walleye Wednesday.
2: <laughs> Walleye Wednesday.
0: Um, how about Thursday, Thursday? We just have shakes for dinner.
2: Okay. I like and it. And
0: then f- Fish Fridays. Yeah, it's
2: Lent. S- Rob, what did salmon you have? Salmon Saturdays. Oh, salmon Saturdays. I like that, too. <laughs>
0: and a steak Sunday. Go ahead, Rob. I have have avocado toast with some really nice marinara sauce on top.
2: Oh, that sounds very it was good.
0: good. Robert. Mm,
2: fancy.
0: This, uh, do fancy. How many avocados do you have at your place?
2: Well, this was...
0: I got a large avocado, two bucks at Kowalski's. Oh. I should have known that the bigger the avocado, the bigger the seed inside, right? Oh. Uh. So you don't really get that much more avocado. You just get a really big uh. rock in it. This that's is like when funny. you get it, like a really big bag of chips, and then you cut it open, and yeah. you look at the next one that's normal size. This is the same
2: amount of chips, just more really? air. That's uh. funny. A
0: bigger rock.
2: Oh, man. That's good. Do you do the trick to get the avocado out with the knife? You
0: just kind of and half the time it ends up on the floor. Yeah, (laughs) it just
2: pops
0: right out. Uh, Let's see. Denise said she was going to make creamy Italian instant chicken and pasta. Mm. Caved and ordered Umbria pizza. Didn't want to cook. And Um, finally, (laughs) (laughs) Umbria pizza.
2: What is Umbria pizza?
0: It must be a place. Sheila had lobster bisque, Caesar salad, popovers. (laughs) Sautéed walleye, boiled shrimp and chocolate cake, all at Jensen's Food and Cocktail's Supper Club. Yum. Celebrating my husband's 50th birthday.
2: Oh, happy birthday.
0: Sounds like you're celebrating it with a heart attack. No, that's all good for you. <laughs> I would lo- love that. Lobster bisque. Forget it. You give me lobster bisque, Donna, or crab bisque, forget it. I love it. You know who has great lobster bisque?
2: Your mom. Okay. <laughs> Right. I was channeling Bradley Trainer, your mom. Yeah. Uh, um, who does? Who does? Thanks.
0: Lola's Lake House in Waconia Oh. has a lobster bisque that you will lick the bowl clean at the end. Doesn't matter if you're in the restaurant or not. Oh, it's so good. Oh, I could really go for some bisque.
2: You're hangry a little.
0: I think I might be. <laughs> I had an apple for dinner last night. I don't know if you heard.
2: I did. Are you just trying to eat less before you go to bed?
0: I was going to eat a dinner, and then I was like, oh, what am I going to have? Because we we ordered pizza for the kids, and then we took them out to get blizzards. Mm. And so we didn't really game plan for us. And I was like, I'm just going to eat this apple.
2: Wow, that would not cut it for me. Like, when people are like, I'm hungry, give me some gummy bears. No, Mm. the two don't go hand in hand, because gummy bears don't satiate one's hunger.
0: Satiate so, I
1: have an apple as the last thing I eat at night before I go to bed. They huh? make me sleepy. I learned not to eat apples during the day. I don't know why no that way. is. Oranges what? they'll perk you up, but apples put, put are you me to sleep. Stuff up? No, really? I'm serious. Hmm. Something about I don't know the sugar content or whatever, but
0: they oh, say they? an apple is good for. it's a good fruit to go for if you are trying to trim down. It has something to do with its sugar. And I think you're right, Rob, about like how it is processed by your body. It's one of the better. Diet fruits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ended on that. Thank you, everybody. No pleasure to serve don't yet again.
2: Don't leave me here uh, to clean up your mess. All right, good game today, Steve.
1: Satiate,
2: Rod. Thank you so much for helping us these You're past few days. Welcome. We appreciate thank you. you, brother Rod. All right, Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. I'm going to join them for blind items too. Coming up at twelve thirty. Elizabeth's going to have a dirt alert coming up in about twenty minutes. All good stuff. Up next.